off his concern as usual and addressed his detectives. We've got a body in the gully out on 49. White male, no ID, shot once in the back of the head, execution style. He gave Taylor a baleful glare. Since you're so fucking bored, you can take this one with Shane. Oh, and you can do all the reports, too. Taylor grimaced as a few others snickered. Thanks a million, Cap. Don't mention it. Get the lead out. Eden and the F.U. are already on their way. Shane had to smile a little at that. Eden and the F.U., as though they were a rock group. But it was appropriate, since Nashville's taciturn medical examiner and the Sugarland PD's forensic investigations unit sort of went together like a guitar and strings. Though they were employed by separate entities, they worked toward the common goal of finding and analyzing clues that would help the police locate and apprehend the bad guys. And then there was the shortening of FIU to FU, which one of the uniformed officers had jokingly said stood for fuck you, because the science geeks thought they were smarter than a bunch of cops. On it, Taylor grabbed a set of keys off his desk and jingled them, looking at Shane. I'll drive. As they headed out, Shane fell into step beside him. Happy now? You got the murder you wanted, and a messy one, too. The other man shrugged. I'm not happy someone bought it, but it happens. You like solving the puzzle. A lot of us do. That might seem strange or morbid to some, but to them, the need to make the pieces fit, the satisfaction they felt when they were successful, was normal. For me, the seemingly random pieces are more like snippets of a story, and aren't usually random at all, Taylor said thoughtfully. The body is the last chapter, and I have to read the story backward to find out what led up to it. Never thought of it like that before, like reading a book in reverse. He pondered that as they pushed outside and the frigid air hit them, slapping them like dozens of tiny needles. But that wasn't the only reason he suddenly felt as though he were suffocating. Daisy Callahan was striding purposefully up the steps to the precinct house, and all the spit dried up in Shane's mouth at the sight of her. Like the other detectives, Shane included, she wore street clothes consisting of dark pants and a casual shirt, a holstered gun and badge at her hip. But there the similarities ended. Blonde hair was pulled back into a ponytail, emphasizing an angular face adorned with little makeup, large blue eyes, and a wide mouth. The woman was a long, tall drink of water on a scorching day, five feet ten inches of lean muscle and confident stride that should have made her seem mannish, except she was anything but. Her breasts were full, and he knew from experience how they spilled over a man's hands, ripe and tasty. He knew how smooth her skin was, how small her waist was just above the slight flare and curve of womanly hips how toned those long thighs were, just how fantastic they looked wrapped around his waist as he... Earth to Shane. He blinked, becoming aware that he and Taylor had stopped in front of Daisy. Taylor had greeted her, and they'd exchanged a few words, and now they were both regarding him with two completely different expressions. Taylor with amusement, and Daisy with a polite detachment he'd grown to hate. Completely my fault. I'm a first-class jerk. I'm sorry, what? He hoped his smile gave no indication of just how desolate he felt inside. Given the unnatural tightness of his face, he suspected he'd failed. You guys caught the body out on I-49? Her look was cool, appraising. Word travels fast, as always.
he said, striving to keep his tone even. Yeah, we're headed out there now. She made a face. You and half the county, no doubt. Good luck, once the news people decipher the dispatch that went out on the scanner. I figure you've got an hour tops before the real madness hits. Shit, we'd better make tracks. But he couldn't get his feet to move. Daisy turned to go, and on impulse, he called after her. Wait. She blinked at him, surprise causing the mask to slip. What is it? Can I have a word with you? He sent a pointed look at Taylor, who nodded and walked toward the parking lot, thankfully without comment. Once Taylor was out of earshot, his former lover gazed at Shane coolly. Is there something about the case that you couldn't say in front of Taylor? Of course not. He ran a hand through his hair. Never had he felt more awkward around a woman, and it was his own fault. Damn it, I hate this weird distance between us.